0: From the talking heads on TV to that one coworker who knows everything, dear second cousin, whose uncle is a bank teller and has a friend who has the inside skinny. Everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who has retirement advice. What do you think? So today we took to the streets and we asked the regular folks about retirement and how they're preparing. That and more coming up on today's podcast. Please stay with us.
1: And now, Money Matters USA with Fred Sage.
0: And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams.
1: You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan.
2: We are at it again. The podcast is Money Matters USA. The fiduciary firm specializing in retirement planning is Money Matters USA, founded and managed by Fred Sade. He is the managing director. Fred is a fiduciary holding a PhD in economics from Duke University. And we do talk retirement here. And Fred actually had an assignment for me. Uh, Fred said, go out on the street and talk to the people. We talk about what they talk about. Let's hear them talk about it. Now that was was actually very fun, Fred, uh, talking to folks.
0: I'll bet.
2: Yeah, it really it was. was. You know, it's enlightening, as we're going to reveal here, the first of the podcast. Uh, in fact, we'll just jump into this. We we went out, the first question we asked was, how are you? And keep in mind, we're talking to all age groups. So we're going to have a very refreshing, younger perspective coming up. But how are you planning for retirement? that's well, a pretty comprehensive plan that takes into account um all of our assets, real estate, everything. I'm going to work as long as I can, and then I'm going to enjoy my grandchildren, great-grandchildren, that's my plan.
1: I've got rental properties, stock count, savings, bonds.
2: Um, We are saving money out of our monthly paycheck and trying to slowly start building up a savings. Fred, one of the uh, what do you think of the responses? First off, are and are they typical? And and then, what suggestions would you offer any of those people we just heard from?
0: Uh, I, you know, I think that pretty well covers, you know, covers the ground. Um, I I like the last person who uh, has a very uh, practical, down to earth, you know, approach of. Uh, You know, of of saving and saving consistently, that's really the most important thing and not not chasing after the shiny, brightest, uh, you know, object, the shiny, bright penny. Uh, The previous lady who said, uh, you know, she'd work as long as she can. I don't know. She didn't say anything about, uh, you know, if she's sucking money away or or what she is uh, uh, doing. Uh, I think real estate is uh, the ongoing, back, and I'm doing this backwards, of course, but uh, real estate uh, can be a source of, of fixed income. Uh, we have uh, clients who usually in their mid-70s or early 70s um, sell off residential real estate. Uh, because they're not up to doing the repair work uh, on it anymore, and they want to source a guaranteed income, they're usually immediate annuity buyers uh, because they want guaranteed. They got want guaranteed income. The other person who said that he's working with uh, an advisor, you know, kudos to him. We, we, we obviously don't know uh, how skilled the advisor is in in creating, you know, a retirement scenario uh, for him. So. Uh, you know, I, I, I think it makes, it sounds, you know, it sounds plausible. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, again, we we just don't know if this is an accumulation play, uh, or or you know what the skill level is uh, on it. But but again, I think I think you got a pretty good spread uh, of uh, of opinion uh, out out there, and I think that's representative of of, uh, of a lot of uh, you know a lot of folks.
2: Yeah, that's good. Good, good to see people thinking about it. And you know, we we ask about other things, Fred. One was annuities, and you know, uh, when it comes to annuities, everyone has an opinion. What are your thoughts on annuities? I don't like them. Why? Why do you not like them? Well, annuities tend to pay the broker
1: or the salesperson a lot of money, and anything that pays a big commission is not generally good for the client.
2: You know, it, 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 it depends on what kind of annuity which you can speak Hi. to, Fred, and and you also offer a very comprehensive breakdown of annuities. Oh
0: yeah, we do. We 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 go, we, uh, where we think annuities are appropriate, uh, and we make that recommendation, and we demonstrate why it's appropriate and how it fits and how it fits in. Then we will talk about why our annuities are appropriate. And where they're not appropriate. Now, some examples uh, of where an annuity is appropriate, it's appropriate uh, in order to help someone uh, have a gap strategy. Uh, and this can be very effective where you want to have a comprehensive Social Security uh, strategy and you need income in, in order to be within that gap Period. The the income could be level, could be increasing, Um, and they may want option. And someone may want an option about uh, to maximize their current, their future income. Um, They may want uh, uh, income that's guaranteed for a particular time period. They may want to have stability and guarantees. Um, They may want to be able to be sure that they're going to get certain values, guaranteed values, over to a beneficiary. Uh, they may want uh, to 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 de-risk and and have a competitive rate of return, uh, but uh, but with low risk. And um, and on the other hand, they they may not be appropriate for some people. Maybe they don't want an exit strategy from from their assets. They want to have a hundred percent liquidity at all times. I. I you know, that comes up very frequently, and you ask them if they're going to write, are you going to write a check for 100% of your assets today, right now, today? Mm-hmm. And the answer is always no. So, but some people insist that they, have, they don't feel comfortable without mm-hmm. that. Um, they don't want income from their assets, they, they, they don't want to pay any fees. Now, most fixed annuities don't have fees. The only fee that you may encounter would be for the, uh, for, for the income. Portion because the insurance company has to ins- insure that piece out uh, in order to cover the mortality credits, uh, that, that, uh, which, are, which are very essential in the annuity, because that's going to guarantee you income that you can't outlive, even if your account has zero balance. Now, that, that's a pure insurance transaction, and there's a cost for that. So they're, they're going to do that. Also, if the indexes have some kind of management uh, portion that may be actively managed— um, now, leaving aside whether that's good, bad, or indifferent, uh, so there could be a fee, uh, you know, for that. But, you know, most annuities are going to have surrender uh, charges. They may have a return of premium option, uh, which waves off surrender charges. Um, some people don't want any, don't think that any of their uh, success is going to be based uh, on uh, having a guaranteed income uh in, in their in their portfolio uh, or they don't care about market volatility and the loss of principal, and and they don't they only they want to be 100 percent invested all the time uh and if the if the market goes down you know so it goes down they don't care so it, it wouldn't be appropriate for them the other thing i will say uh, on the fee side is that people um conflate the fees on variable annuities that have lots of riders, and, and they then ascribe them across the board to fixed annuities, multi-year guarantee annuities, uh, or fixed index annuities, or even immediate annuities, don't have, don't, don't have these fee structures. So it, it, um, you know, it's important to, to draw those uh, distinctions. Uh, and uh, if the annuity is appropriate, it's, it's a tool. You know, it's you're wearing it. Think of it. Think of it as you're wearing a tool belt, and you want to use the proper tool to solve a particular problem. A plumber was a different tool belt than a carpenter or than an electrician, and and I I think these are all considerations that you, uh, you know, that you have to have. Um, And you know, I if if the annuity fits, then fine. If it doesn't fit so it does it doesn't, mm-hmm. fit. it doesn't you know it doesn't it doesn't mean that uh you know that that uh, a bond portfolio or, uh, it fits everybody it doesn't and there's there's no such thing as a universal tool there's no One swiss army knife of all,
2: or that right yeah is that yeah. uh breakdown where is that available is that uh, there's so much at your website moneymattersusa.net um is that is that there too. No. Okay, but you no, can that, you can reach
0: out. Okay. Yeah, no, that's part of of our analysis. Uh that's part of the red light on the dashboard. Gotcha. When we are when we are doing the analysis and if an annuity is uh, is appropriate uh, from the from our, the analysis that we do, uh, <laughs> then uh, in in our um review of the report, in other words, before we before we Give you all the charts and everything else that supports the report, we, we do uh, a, uh, a report, a summary for you that can run anywhere, 14, 15, 16, 26 pages, depending on the complexity of it. And we break out every single thing that's in the report. So you have a comprehensive plan because lots of times people come in and they say i don't understand my plan and you find out they don't have a plan what they've got a lot of different you know products or strategies but it's not in a coherent plan and we make sure that you have a coherent plan document and and that uh and and we go through that with you every single word we read that we read every word Mm -hmm. and uh, we have it up on the screen for them to see and we go through it Anything they don't understand, uh, we explain it. If we are off track, we'll modify it, whatever we have to do. This is usually around the fourth or fifth uh, session. Uh, in the sixth session, uh, we will finalize that with uh, all of the charts and 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 everything else that goes uh, with the report. So you, what you get from us is a very very comprehensive report with tabs in a binder, and you, you it, this is all broken down for you. You know that you've been through. Look, you go through six meetings uh, with me. You you've been through a comprehensive. I believe it. Uh, a, a process. This is not. You know, we, we meet the first time, I get all the information. We meet the second time, and we give you the plan. We meet the third time, and we move your assets. That That's, you know, that's that's the typical, or maybe a fourth time. That, that's the typical okay. you know, of, good to of, know. Most, of most yeah.
2: people. Well, we always talk about scheduling with you, and it's good to get a little insight into the process there. And you can actually start it. Uh, one way is visit the website, moneymattersusa.net. Uh, Fred encourages you to click Red Light Program and also 800 593 8188. 800 593 8188. Well, Fred sent me out on the street to talk to the people about retirement. And of course, it's ideal when planning for retirement to start as early as possible. Is that happening more today? Well, I did find someone who definitely seems to be on the right track at an early age. Now, you're probably a long ways away from retirement, but do you think about it? Is that kind of. Yeah, I mean,
0: of course. I mean, I do have a retirement plan set up, of course.
2: Do you uh, are you aggressively contribute to that or how have you got that set up? I
0: and mean, well, I do um 300 a
2: month. So you're actually thinking about retirement then.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't work all my life in and- these bones don't hurt that. <laughs>
2: do you worry about Social Security being there for you?
0: Yeah, because they're using Social Security for other needs that's
2: not supposed to be met for that. So I wonder, are we seeing more of that? In, uh, you know, I, I, I've talked to a lot of millennials and, and Gen Zers, and, and they seem, some of them, the ones I talk to seem to be more serious about thinking about saving, but I wonder if that fear of Social Security not being there, Fred, could be an extra motivator.
0: Yeah, it, they 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 assume that Social Security will not be there for them, and they tend to discount it. Um, you know, it's not going to happen. Hopefully, it will be to me. And I th- I think they're wrong uh, about that. Maybe later,
2: that. right? Maybe later, <laughs> full retirement may age. Maybe
0: later. Maybe in different format. Yeah. Um, it. Um, uh, but it will be. It will be there. Uh, I think it's. It will push up retirement age look if if you are retired or within 5 years of retirement nothing is going to happen um, you the system won't change uh, it's it's if you you know you're 20 30 years out uh, yeah I, it's going to be different uh, and there's there's a there is a fair amount of consensus n- not entirely but there is a fair amount of consensus on what needs to happen uh, to social security i mean the Biggest problem right now is Medicare and Medicaid because that's the biggest item in the federal budget. That has to be addressed. Something something has to happen uh, with that because it's on it's on an impossible uh, trajectory. Social Security is, is – is, the situation is – <laughs> see my, see, see my, see my, my dogs are, uh, are, very, are very happy. Uh, yeah, well, Avon calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, uh, the younger, um, she's, a, she's a poodle doodle, and, and she likes to bark. Woo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, she's Every alerting year. you.
0: Oh, yeah, she's the early, early warning system. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: you know what anyway. I think,
2: uh, as far as options on Social Security, um, uh, 62 could it be eliminated. Uh, full retirement age, definitely. Hopefully they'll gradually do it, but we'll go up. I'm sure of that, and many things. Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad to hear you say you don't feel like it'll go away because I. She's not the only younger person that that I've talked to that had that fear of it going away. I. It. It. it
0: it's not. There is no politician who's going to go home to their district and say my accomplishment was uh, abolishing Social Security. Not going to happen. Right. It's, it's impossible. That's a third rail. Uh, of, of American uh, politics, but uh, I do think that um, you know the the IOUs that get thrown in to the to the trust fund those have no those have no intrinsic value whatsoever. The um, Treasury has to ta- has to sell those at auction every month uh, to convert them uh, into into cash. So um, I, I I think the a, there, there are a lot of plans floating out there, but uh, Professor Kotlikoff at uh, Boston University um, and, he, and there is support for, for his concept, uh, which, which is taking uh, part of that money and taking it away from this 1% return that you're getting on the bonds and, and putting it into uh, some sort of market-based account with, with a guaranteed 3%. Uh, return. And, and that makes a lot of that makes a lot of sense because the, the uh, number, of, I mean the, the number of workers, uh, when the program was started, there were 20 workers for each retiree. Now we're under three workers and it's going to go down to two. So I mean this is a demographic and a population uh, issue that's not solvable uh, uh with, without making uh, adjustments in the system and this this problem was was foreseen uh in the in the early 1990s that uh by by you know by 20 by 2033 2034 the system would run out of uh, the the additional money that was in the trust funds so this is not a new problem unless uh, congress chose not to do anything uh, about it that's the problem and, mm. and something does need to be done but the more urgent problem that needs a, a dramatic drastic fix is medicare and and medicaid okay uh, that that uh, you know we're looking we're looking at uh, you know, at at at, uh, at, at a four-year, three to four-year situation here where it runs out of money, so something has to be done.
2: Well, it does on both and or all three: Medicare, Medicaid, yeah. Social Security. And, and I hope that we'll get some sense of urgency out of them. Um, well, Fred, let's move. on. We, we, of course, we're going to take a break soon and and we'll go into uh, Stump the Guru, which has become a very popular segment here. We'll tell you how you can submit your question to Fred. But we're going to talk just a little bit, maybe some quick hits on this, because it is important to build in an income plan in your retirement. But it's also good to take a look at building in a spending plan. And what can some of those expenses be in your retirement? We'll we'll go through some of these, Fred, like housing costs.
0: Yeah. uh, I mean, the, the statistics are now showing that close to half of retirees are taking a mortgage uh, into uh, retirement. But even if they're not, even if you downsize, there's gonna still be some kind of living cost. whether it's rent, uh, could be property taxes on a home, uh, you're gonna have to pay for utilities, insurance, uh, could, be, um, could be internal maintenance on, on, on your apartment or on a condo. Uh, so, uh, and the other, other big item, of course, is health care uh, expenses. Uh, you know, later in life, uh, your health care expenses will, uh, will increase. It's not just the insurance premiums, but there could be the out-of-pocket costs, the stuff that's not covered by Medicare, uh, prescription drugs, the co-payments. You know, there are a lot of other health care expenses that you need to take into uh, consideration. Uh, not not just premiums but it could be co-payments it, it could be prescription drugs and um, you know the other the other thing is there's a lot of out-of pockets that that aren't necessarily covered that, because they they may not be prescription you may not have a prescription for it or it may, they may be off prescription or they just may be over-the-counter stuff that you that you need to need to buy so, uh, yeah, I mean, when you're working, it might have been covered under a health uh, savings account, but you're not uh, – you're retired now, so it's not – let's not forget that you need to manage, uh, you know, your income because uh, if, you go, if you go back two years, uh, you have to look at the IRMA costs, uh, and, and that, that could spike. Your, uh, your your Medicare uh, charges, particularly on the Part B side. You know the the, the Irma it, it charges is you know you you call it something else, but you're really paying double. You pay, you're paying for Part B, and then you're paying another charge for Part B, and then you're paying for the insurance. So it's it, there's a lot there's a lot of expense out of pocket, but it's the Part A that's the deal killer uh, in in the in the Medicare. Uh, in the Medicare orbit, then that's got to be that's got to be addressed. I, I have no idea on that one. I've, I've read some stuff about it, but I don't think anybody has a coherent uh, uh, idea about that. Yeah, but there are other things that you have to, you know, consider. Are you going to keep a car? One car? Two cars? Do you still need two cars? And then of course you have to eat to live. So you know you're going to have to address the uh, the meals, grocery shopping. Uh, you may have to alter your diet as you uh, as you age. Um, if your income below, falls below a certain level. You may be able to get some help from a food bank. Uh, you may be able to. You may need Meals on Wheels, particularly if uh, one of the spouse who is the uh, cook, uh, chef at, in the house, uh, passes on. And um, what are you going to do about entertainment? Uh, all these things need to be budgeted for. Also, you're going to have some debts that need to be uh, addressed. Uh, so how how are we going to plan for that? Um, now, I don't know if you will have taxes. You may on uh, on uh, on retirement income. Uh, you may not be in the zero tax bracket uh, all the time. You may not want to be. You may have deductible expenses, and they don't do you any good if you're in the zero tax bracket. Um, you know, there may be personal expenses, Um Anything from, from soap, deodorant, toothpaste. Uh, what else? Haircut. Huh. All <laughs> sorts I mean, you know, of things. Yeah, yeah. You may want to you may want to uh, make some gifts to, to family and friends, uh, to, to charitable donations. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's important to to do a budget. Uh, we have templates so you can do them by hand or you can uh, do it on your. Computer, uh, Try it out. And the important thing is, is live on, try to live on that budget and, and see, uh, is it accurate? Is it not accurate? People find it to be a very uh, interesting experience because they don't always know where the money is, is going. And you can see if you're wasting money, uh, would you be better off, uh, uh, you know, not, not buying uh, as many um, coffees at Dunkin' Donuts or, or Starbucks? Uh, or maybe you need to cut out uh, eating out, uh, you know, five nights a week or four nights a week. I mean, see what adjustments uh, need, to be, need to be made. And um, that, that's, that, these are imperatives. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind is you have to have an inflation factor. And uh, in. we are not going to get back to 2% two, two uh, inflation anytime soon. So yeah, I think uh, four or five percent is is probably realistic uh, for some period of time, um, and and hopefully it it will it will come down, but uh, it's it's not coming down in the immediate uh, in the immediate future. So you need you need to you need to build contingencies. But the first step is make the budget, see where your expenses are, see if you can live on it, see what adjustments need to be made.
2: And Fred has worked with many on that he can with you in a fiduciary manner and also taking into account uh, that other line item taxes and proactive strategies that can help maybe – hopefully reduce that line item for you a little bit that's part of that process with fred we're going to tell you more about that and then we're going to come back in just about 30 seconds and do something that's become very popular and that is play stump the guru with fred Sade. it's money matters usa we'll see you in just a minute Losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings you can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover many people want safety and the guarantee of principal, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back with Money Matters USA with Fred Sade, founder and managing director of the firm Money Matters USA. Uh, And, of course, that is what you just heard, a great way to reach out to Fred if you'd like to schedule with someone who is a fiduciary who really knows the ins and outs of this world retirement and can talk to you uh, wherever you are you can schedule it by zoom or you know some some way remotely or virtually but uh, or if you're near Fred in New Jersey you can uh, come on in and meet with him in person 800-593-8188 again to schedule 800 593 the website is moneymattersusa.net and we've been doing this podcast I think we're on like 91 now. Let's see. What I'm, I'm keeping track of this. Uh, I think it's 90. Yeah, we're on 90. This is podcast 90. So we've been doing it a while. You can scroll through all uh, 89 of the podcast, too, and this one, of course, and there, just listen at your leisure if you click podcast at MoneyMattersUSA.net. And there, when you click podcast, you'll see the drop down for Stump the Guru. That is how you can submit a question to Fred. And again, as we say, and it has happened here, if you stump him. One time, some Fred got stumped because, to accurately answer the question here had to do a little bit of research. So, he made it worth their while. So, it could mm-hmm. be worth your while. Send your question and to do that, the easiest way is to go to moneymattersusa.net, click podcast and the drop down for Stump the Guru. We have two Fred today. And yeah. Yeah, we'll open with this first one. My wife and I combined, we have about 3.2 million in investments not counting our homes. Now, one home has no mortgage and we have a vacation home with a small mortgage. We're thinking about claiming social security at a 62 because we really don't need Social Security to fund our retirement. What is wrong, if anything, with my thinking here?
0: Okay. Um, my, my reaction is hmm. it's very rare for anybody to tell Social Security to keep the check. We don't want <laughs> no. the check. We don't need the check. Give I'm it, not it to somebody it. else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no way.
0: Yeah. That's not going to happen. But anyway, uh, I'm just being facetious. Yeah. Well, I'd like to but, meet the
2: person who did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look at four percent. Just just taking bengen, just taking original bengen. Bengen has modified the, this four percent rule a number of times now. But let's take the original bengen at four percent a three point two million portfolio that that would generate one hundred twenty eight thousand. And that may or may not be available every year because it's going to depend on how the stock market is performing. And in down years... Uh, if you're going to draw from a portfolio that's uh, experiencing enormous loss, uh, you're going to put an enormous strain, a big strain on the portfolio, and you're going to harm, the, impair. the you may even impair the portfolio's ability to recover. So we're always going to have some level of inflation It's necessary uh, so, uh, in order to avoid deflation or stagflation. So here's the thing. You could lose money in the market. You could be tricked, you could be swindled, you have no guarantees, and your investments are subject to systemic risk that you can't do very much about. So my view uh, of this is you would benefit from Social Security planning, figure out the best strategy for you and your spouse. Social Security is also, at least in part, it it is tax-favored. And I would suggest that you rethink the matter and that you talk to somebody who is a qualified uh, planner in Social Security. Shameless plug, like me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, but, th- but the point is, I, I think you would, you, it would be in your interest uh, to, uh, to, to develop a strategy and uh, you can base it on cash flow or on a deferral strategy. And since cash flow may not be an immediate problem, uh, then you would want to look at uh, a maximum claiming strategy and get the and get the tax deferred benefit. I should say, yeah, the ta- the the tax free the benefit uh, from some portion of Social Security, even if it's only 15 percent, it's mm-hmm. still significant.
2: All right, we uh, we did get two, so here is the next one. The listener says his mother recently died and left him her IRA, and she was 78 at the time of her death. She was she was taking RMDs. Uh, they say, I'm 52. I asked my accountant for advice, but he wasn't sure what I needed to do. Can you help me understand my choices?
0: Yeah, absolutely. To, to make this real simple, um, I'm going to use the... Internal Revenue Service's um, terminology, and they refer to you or people in your circumstance as a non-eligible designated beneficiary. Mouthful, right? Uh, Yeah, it is. Uh, But because your mom was taking RMDs at the time of her death, you do not have any option to defer. You must use the new IRS redefined 10-year rule. So in other words, you need to deplete the entire IRA account within 10 years after your mother's date of death, and you need to take the RMDs. You must take RMDs in years one through nine, and then in the 10th year, you take whatever remaining value is there, and the account should be at zero balance. Now. You didn't mention this, but if by any chance you inherited a Roth IRA, uh, you can uh, do something else. You don't have to do the same thing because Roths do not have mandatory RMDs during the owner's lifetime. So point is you can wait 10 years, get as much growth uh, as you can on the account, and then empty the account, and, and potentially you have a tax-free windfall. So uh that would that uh, that that is uh you know what your what your choices are and I want to thank everyone for their questions please keep them coming i yeah. want to keep on playing stump the guru.
2: Well it's been a hit. Uh, no doubt and again it's really easy to submit your question if you just go to moneymattersusa.net Click the podcast tab. You'll see the drop-down for Stump the Guru, but I do encourage you to scroll through the menu of uh, all the other 89 podcasts that Fred and I have done. And we've been doing yeah. this for a while. And Fred's committed to this educational outreach, so we'll we'll continue with this with another fresh one. Uh, we'll drop we drop these every Friday, by the way. So just. Uh, what do you, what do you do with these uh, subscribe right or I yeah, believe it's subscribe.
0: Uh, yeah I mean you, you can find them on 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 every whatever your fa- your favorite platform is you you will find the podcast it's very easy to find it on uh, on Apple or Amazon uh, but, but we're on every, on every platform. I heart you, you name the platform. We're on it. Whatever your favorite is. Uh, listen to us. Uh, you know, when you're, when you're in the car at home or when you're, when you're sitting as uh, an alternative to uh, when you get sick of watching uh, reruns uh, of I love Lucy.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> <to> exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, it. Uh, let me tell you something I just did as uh, you know, i I do podcasts, and then I I question myself on whether you say like, follow, or subscribe. So uh, you can say follow or subscribe, so either would be accurate. But thank you so much for following us. Continue to do so, please. We're back, uh, of course, dropping another one every Friday here. So next Friday with Money Matters USA.